for the next 30 minutes, I want you all to just just get a pen, a paper, and adjust yourself accordingly, as they say. <laughs> Miss Terethea Green, welcome to the airwaves once again, and let's keep it moving for the next 30 minutes. What you got for? All right, all right, buddy. I thank you, and I appreciate you, and WIGO Pace Setters for opening up their doors and allowing me to come in and spread the the gospel of health and wellness to all over the world, not just in Atlanta, but to those that tune in wherever you are. I appreciate you. And most of all, we thank the good Lord for allowing uh, me to be here um, to be able to uh, uh, encourage all of my sisters and all of my brothers. And my main concern is for my spiritual leaders out there, those that are out there on the field, uh, the front line, uh, you know, pastors, first ladies, uh, you know, apost- apostle bishops and all of those that's out here trying to win over uh, the souls of the peoples of God. And, and we know that God gave us bodies that we have to take care of. And that's the enemy's goal is to break us down in our bodies so that way we we would not be productive in whatever we do for God. You know, in my experience as being a first lady, uh, the co-founder of a great ministry here in the city of Atlanta with my awesome, loving 40-year-plus husband and pastor, Pastor W.C. Green. We thank the Lord for a, a great ministry here in the city of Atlanta. Making a difference is what we all about, you know, and not just um, encouraging people to uh, be more blessed in the financial situation or uh, prosperity, but, you know, your health is your wealth, you know, and that's what my podcast um, is all about. Um, I'm no stranger to to, uh, to radio Live radio. Um, I was on uh, 1480 WYZE for many, many years with Brother Eli and um, <clears throat> and so all of the rest of the crew that was there. And uh, I thank God for WIGO, you know, coming through my path and me being able to come back to the live radio. Not only just being heard, but but can be seen as well, you know. And I want to stretch it out and talk about my product that I have, and I'm I'm trying to really introduce it to so many people in which I've already have, but there's many more people's out there for me to reach uh, for this product. It's all natural. And, and for those that have known me over the years, I was a little bit more, I wouldn't say juicy, but I was a little bit more plumper than I am now. And um, over the course of years um, before I got saved, um, I wasn't uh, always a plus size woman. My husband didn't meet me plus size. You know, he met me at the club with my tiger suit on, all slim and trim. But in the course of getting in church and getting saved and everything, and it wasn't, uh, you know, amplified of being healthy and and being physically active. And, you know, uh, you can continue to keep the shape that you got regardless if you got saved or not. And it seemed to me so many people felt like once they got saved, and I was one of them, that felt like I didn't have to worry about having a shape anymore. You know, so I went into that, that arena with everybody else. But in the meanwhile, as I was gaining the weight, uh, health problems began to come, high blood pressure, you know, and no energy, you know, to do anything because of eating the the foods that we were eating. And back in the day when I got saved, 
in the 80s. Um, they had, that's when the all-you-can-eat places came out, buffets and all that, and that was the that was the meeting ground for the church folk, you know. And, and uh, we had one young lady come to our ministry, um, and she asked the pastor, said, Pastor, what other activity do you guys do other than eating? And me and my husband looked at each other, and, and we like, she got a point there. You know, and it seems that, that that's that's the meeting ground for church folk. It's just to eat, you know, but never meet up at the park, meet up at a track, meet up and work out. Nothing of that factor that was amplified in the in the in the in the in the spiritual sense, you know, and God tapped me on my shoulders. I came into church a size nine ten and within three years I was two hundred and thirty pounds wearing a size twenty two. And my body was not used to that type of uh, size and weight on it. And I began to go through a lot of different things. And even at points of time when I was a first lady, not, it took me some, it took some time to three years. I came up to 230 pounds. So that didn't, that was, that was quick. And as me and my husband began to go on into life and then God began to, um, take us into ministry and everything, I began to even uh, gain more and more weight. And that's what I want to reach out to uh, spiritual leaders because we get so caught up in everybody else's life as being uh, spiritual leaders that we for, sometimes we forget ourselves and not realize that, you know, we're not focusing on our health. We're not focusing on staying physically active and have that, 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 that time for us, for our bodies, for our you know, temple that God, you know, gave us to, as we say, when God called us to pastor uh, your bishop, your apostle, your prophet, you know, uh, you know, your deacon and, you know, you all of these leaders within the in, in the household of faith, not realizing that you're declining in your health. And before you can know it, you already got something that have uh, attacked your body that's going to cause some other major problems. Now, with obesity, it's the second leading killer of mankind. Why? Because it causes so many other health problems. It runs your blood pressure up. When your blood pressure stays up and a lot of a lot of pastors and first ladies and spiritual leaders, they don't even go and get their bodies checked out. You know, they don't they don't have a primary care doctor that they go and see on a regular basis. And these are things that God had to teach me and my husband. You know, we have a ministry that we preach to preach health and wellness and we we teach our members and we don't just teach them how to get a car how to get a house how to get a man how to get a woman how to get that good job we teach them how to take care of their temple because in romans 12 and 1 it said present your body a living sacrifice not only just holy but healthy as well because what is what is wealth when your body is broken down you know you want a pastor but you can't stand as long because you have a lot of weight on your knees you carrying a lot of weight on your back you got a lot of weight on your abdomen and all of these things cause its issues and when i had uh, my first um leading without limitations conference you know inviting leaders to come out and in 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 empowering them on being leaders because when you become a pastor you know and you become a, anything that's that got anything to do with leadership you know you the 
That's the first place the devil attack you on is your body. And when you're not taking care of your health, when you're not eating proper, and as pastors, you know, pastors love to eat. You know, they like they, they, gonna say they like they fry a chicken. You know, and when you out there on the on the on in the in the course of doing what you do. You're going to be on the road. If you're traveling, you're going to be eating a lot of unhealthy stuff. You're going to be stopping and getting junk food. You're not going to eat the proper stuff that you need to eat. And you're going in the pulpit and you're preaching and you're hooping and you're hollering. And I tell people uh, when you're preaching, that's a form of cardio because it's getting your heart rate up. It's getting your heart rate up to a certain level and you're burning energy. And let's say if you're diabetic. Now, you know, diabetics, um, some are on insulin, some are on pills, but your, your, your sugar level can drop really quick when you're preaching because why? You're burning energy, right? So your, your sugar level drop, and therefore, if your body is not used to that, you're not doing it on a regular basis other than when you go in the pulpit and preach, you know, or you have a, uh, you know, you got a ministry where you are evangelist and you're out there on the road and you're traveling from one city to the next. You're getting, you're getting big time valorium. You know, you're getting that money, you're getting that check, you're getting paid, you're getting, people are calling you left, right, left, right. You know, your, your itinerary is, is, is two months out and you're not taking time to get rested up. You're not taking time to keep up on your medication. You're not taking time to go to your, your physician and get your stuff checked out and everything. And in the course of that, you know, that's when the enemy gonna come in. And if you up in the devil's stuff, you up in the devil's territory, you preaching and you, 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 you laying hands and you you casting him out of people you you praying and you getting people healed and you getting people's you know mind together you getting them on course where where they can continue their life you get helping them get their marriage together and get things right with their in their home you think the devil gonna sit back and say oh, i'm not gonna bother them because they're doing a great job no you the first one he coming looking for because he want to stop your course of what you're doing out here in the community. You know, you got uh, speakers. You got uh, community activists. You know, you got women's. You got men's that are out here. And they doing some full-blown ministry out here in the world. And you think for one minute, as my husband always preaching, he tell the church, he'll say, you think the devil going to sit back and just let you be blessed and just let you be, you know, healthy and let you be everything you want to be? No, he's not going to, he's not going to, that's not his nature to allow us to, to be healthy, to be happy in our marriage, to be happy in our ministry, winning over souls and getting people's, uh, away from different things that he know that can take them to hell, you know, and we got to be mindful my spiritual leaders that if you're on a course out there now you've seen many people that was in leadership that was wiped out when the coronavirus hit did we know that the coronavirus gonna come no we didn't and for those that was uh had poor health issues and they were hiding behind the titles they were hiding behind the robes. They were hiding behind the, the collars. They were hiding behind the major levels that they are. 
I don't care how many Twitter viewers you got. I don't want. I don't care how many Facebook followers you got. How many Instagram followers you got. That don't make your health good. That don't. When you get on that track, when you start getting on a healthy, uh, uh, health and wellness uh, uh, road, and and saying I'm not gonna lead with all these limitations. Oh yeah, you can get re- diabetes can go. Yes, it can. Now, we pray and lay hands and tell people that you can be an overcomer. You can do this and you can do that. Well, sometimes we got to turn around and look at ourselves and say, I'm going to not, I'm, I'm going to come off of these high blood pressure pills. I'm going to come off of this diabetic stuff. I'm going to come out of this arthritis. I'm going to get all of this weight off of me. I'm not going to continue to walk like I'm walking. I'm not going to be on a cane. Y'all looking at a sister that was on a cane for a minute. Because after, after, and, and, and it wasn't that I put myself on it, and it wasn't that I allowed myself to get there. My, my, my issues came from me where first I had got, as I said, when I first got in church, mm-hmm. I was uh, wearing a size 9, 10, 36, 24, 36. Within three years, I was up to 230 pounds wearing a size 22 because I wasn't doing the things that I used to do. Staying active. You know, although I was in sin and I was in the world, but I kept up my shape and I kept up my beauty and I felt like I needed to keep this for my husband. And that's why so many marriages have went down in the dumps. And then when the, when, when, when the enemy comes in, and you have these things to throw in marriages because husbands and wives don't keep their bodies together no more when they get saved. And then you got to realize y'all still got them same eyes you used to have when you were dating and when you were in the world. You still got those same eyes. So you're going to see women's out there with nice shapes. You're going to see men's out there with nice physiques and Ain't no need of you getting no envy spirit. Ain't no need of you getting no insecure spirit. And a lot of women have lost their husbands. And a lot of husbands have lost their wives to other men's and to other women's. And we feel like because we get saved, then God's supposed to keep our husband uh, faithful to us. He's supposed to keep our wives faithful to us. No, you got to continue to do the things that you did when y'all were dating. And when y'all were in the world, you got to continue to do those things. You got to continue to look nice. You got to continue to dress nice, you know. And when you first got together, your husband or your wife, that's what they deserve for you to keep. Now, all this stuff, I'm going to got old, and I ain't got to worry about that no more. I ain't got saved, so I ain't got to worry about that no more. Knowing that this is what you married. When my husband met me, and we met at the bar. Yeah, Pastor W.C. and First Lady Green met at the bar. Won't he do it? Won't God turn you around? He don't care. We all done sinned and came short of God's glory. But when God come in, he going to make you something greater than you were when you were in the world. Can I get an amen out there, somebody? God is a God that he He wants to be, he, he wants us to make him look, uh, uh, to be a good example for God. But I refuse, and my husband refused to be just another church on the corner. But we want to be a church of change, a church of difference. Listen, why people feel like because you got a shape, you being like the world. Huh? Where they do that at? Just because you got a nice shape, and your, 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 your outfit fitting you nice. Because, see, when I first came in church, I had a 36, 24, 36. And I had some mothers make me feel like I was sinning because I had a shape. And my dresses fit fit me nice. 
And y'all know back in the day, maybe some churches, they still act like that. And they still talk like that. Well, you don't need to wear your dress up above your knees. Going to hell, that ain't going to take you to hell because your dress is up above your knees. Now, you don't need to come up in the church where they can see your blessed assurance. But when somebody come in church and back in the day, they made you feel like you did done sin because you had a nice shape. And lo and behold, that's what took me into that arena of not caring. And then I start wearing my dresses to the float. They made me feel so bad that I started wearing long dresses like I was a nun. And I wore them dresses so long, for so long, my mom, and she wasn't saved. My mom said, I went over one day to see her and I had on a shorter dress. And it, 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 was, it wasn't real short, but it was short enough where you could see my legs again. And my mom said, my God, my daughter still got legs. And I said, what you mean, mama? She said, because you wear them long dresses all the time. You're too young to be looking like that. And, and, and she rung a bell in me. I'm like, you right. And that's when I, I disconnect from letting people uh, dictate my life, dictate my uh, dressing attire, dictate the way i supposed to, you know, people had the little tabs on their head in the, in the sanctified church. That didn't make you saved. That didn't make you holy. That didn't, and most of the people were doing that. They were sleeping with other men. They were sleeping with other women. They were getting babies in the church. Lord, how much? Don't even get me in that area. People wasn't, they was preaching it, but they wasn't living it. You know, but I thank God that, you know, God tapped me on my shoulder. He said, look in my Bible, read my word, and I'll tell you what will put you in hell. I'll tell you what it's going to take for you to get to heaven. And in the Bible, God said, don't add nothing to it and don't take nothing from it. See, that's why people got to learn for themselves. They got to read for themselves because people will lead you in a wrong way. They will have your marriage miserable. They will have you in depression. And I was in depression and didn't even realize it because I wasn't happy with who I was and who I became uh, because other people were dictating my life. But when I learned, I'm, I'll be 60 years old in August the 13th. When I gave Christ my life, I was at the age of 18 going into 19. But within three years, I was looking like I was already in my 50s because the weight that was I was carrying. It was making me look older and weight make you look older. And you're not, you got some people out here in their twenties and 25 and 30, early forties, and they looking too old for their age, you know, and you, and, and, and you got so many young preachers and, and young preachers, whether they male or female, you know, you thinking they way up in the sixties and seventies and, you know, they just in their early forties. They just in their early thirties, and they they wanna they they I don't know what they think these bishop looks look uh, make them because they uh, have a bigger size. You know, look the, the age you're supposed to look. That's not gonna that's not gonna uh, uh, up your anointing because you carry a lot of weight and it makes you look bigger and it makes you look older. Listen, be who you are in Christ. Don't let people dictate your life. But listen, I want to present this to you before my thirty minutes run up, uh, run out. This product right here, which is Isogenics, it's a meal replacement shake, and it makes you drop the weight, 
It takes all that uh, toxins out of your body. It drops all that fluid that's laying on your joints. And, and everybody know that inflammation is just fluids on your joints. And when you get up in the morning or you get up at night, you get up out of the chair in the middle of the day, your bones are cracking. You know, your bones are aching. You know, you just feel so sluggish. You know, you know you got to go to work and you just don't have no energy that morning. Listen, as I said, it made a believer out of me because this is what brought my weight down. And after I was uh, injured on my job in the Cab County school system, my uh, manager sat on the table. We had a, a fire drill one day um, before we got out of school for the summer. And she sat on the table and it collapsed on my ankle, my right ankle, in which it uh, took me down for four years. Four years I had to work to get back up. And in the course of them years, now I had done lost a whole lot of weight already. But then the devil said, I got to, I got to stop this lady because he knew my future. And he knew a lot of you guys' future out there and where you're headed. So that's why you're going through what you're going through. And But I want to tell you something. Your health is going to be the first thing that he's going to come up on the attack on to try to stop your course. And if you know that God got a calling on your life and he got something great for you to do, if you are a pastor, first lady, Deacon, you 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 you're somebody that has a platform, and you're you're helping people. Uh, you're a community activist. Listen, you don't want to procrastinate. You want to get on your health. You want to stop the bus. You want to start making preparation to get up and use somebody's gym. If you're not getting in my class, get in somebody's gym. Get out there. You don't have to join a gym. You can get out there and walk at Grant Park. That's a free free park right there. That's a free gym right there. The, and matter of fact, in all the community health centers, uh, uh, recreation center, you got exchange. You got uh, you got other uh, centers that have free gyms in it. All you got to do is sign in, leave your license at the desk. It's right there for you. Stop using the excuses. I'm too old. Listen, I don't know if y'all guys seen my one of my videos I put up. Uh, one of the ladies that come to my class, she's 91 years old. Yes, 91 years old. She come to my class over at Corn Park every uh, every Wednesday, she comes to my class. She drives herself. She don't have nobody bringing her. She don't walk in on a cane. She don't walk in. She don't come in on a wheelchair. She's 91 years old. This lady can stretch her legs straight up in the air. She can get down on the floor. Do almost a back or flip. 91 years old. But you got people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and on up talking about, I'm too old. I'm too big. Listen, I got a guy that joined my class. He's been following me for years. Uh, my first uh, class I was doing over exchange, uh, uh, East Lake High Rise, right there off Glenwood. I went over there and I did classes with them for years before I got injured. See, this is why the devil came up on the attack on me. I was over there. I, was, I had three locations in the city of Decatur, N.A. Scott, uh, uh, Exchange Park, and I was going over to East Lake High Rise. Free classes. Doing free classes every week for three locations. That lets you know the love and the, the, the love and that God called me to do it. Cause I wasn't worrying about the money. 
Because God called me to do that. That was my ministry, helping people. I did home health care for 20 plus years, taking care of all different types of ages, sizes, disabilities, you name it. I took care of those type of people. And that was a part of me getting educated, learning what causes strokes and heart attacks. Pastors, so many pastors done dropped dead in the pulpit. Some pastors have went in the bathroom and just dropped dead on the on the toilet you know a lot of pastors can't stand up long they give you 15 minutes they go sit down you know because they can't stand up on their knees don't be another statistic don't let the devil take you out and the devil say i gotta stop her i gotta do something i gotta get somebody to do something to make her uh, uh stop doing this what she's doing she's helping too many people through my classes i've helped people come out of wheelchairs i've helped people that were very highly obese able to go back into the workforce come on now people out there was on depression. I had one lady come to my class. She said, first lady, uh, I can't sleep at night. I have sleep, very sleepless night. I be up all night, and then when the daytime come, you know, I sleep during the day. I have a hard time going to sleep. I said, I tell you what, after my class, when you come back next week, I want you to tell me how you slept that night, okay? And when she came back in that next that next uh, class, that next week, she said, Woo, I felt so good. Oh, I slept, I slept like a baby. Because a lot of people out here, you deal with sleep apnea. You stay up too late at night. You sleep all, you stay up all night long. Then you sleep half of the day. You know, you got your nights and days mixed up because you're not working your body enough. You're not working your bloodstream. Your blood is clogged up in you. And that's how strokes and heart attacks come. Because when you're sitting multiple hours a day, you're sitting multiple hours a day and your blood is just staying in one place and you're accumulating uh, uh, blood clots in your veins. And your blank, your veins and your legs are connected with your brain uh, uh, arteries. And that's when people have strokes and they some of their arms are stuck up like this and they can't, they're dragging their legs. And You don't want that to happen to you, Pastor. You don't want that to happen to you, uh, Bishop. Apostle, prophet, prophetess. Let's 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 start working on ourselves, because in order for you to be an example, give give an example. You got to be an example, and being an example ain't cause you riding in a nice car, you living in a big fine home, or you got many followers on Twitter, uh, or Instagram, or Facebook. That's that's not being a good example. This is being a good example. But if you want to know more about my product, and it's very inexpensive, and if you want to know about my products, all, my posters are all over Facebook. But before I get out of here, listen on the uh, the community festival that's held, going to be held on Saturday, May the 20th. The, the location have changed. We're going to have it at St. Philip AME, right there at the corner of Candler Road and uh, uh, Memorial Drive. That's 240 Candler Road. Y'all know where it's at. The big church that's sitting right there at the corner with the steeple. We're going to be on the front end of Candler Road. Just follow the music. We're going to have old school live band. We're going to have old school DJ. We're going to have all different types of vendors. Centerware, primary care offices, uh, Gen Care, uh, Oak Street Health. We're going to be signing people up. For my classes, you can sign up. You can purchase my product right there on point. We're going to have food vendors, paparazzi, all vendors, candle vendors. You name it, it's going to be out there. We're going to blow up the neighborhood. Just bring your folded chair. Put your shades on, your sandals, your, 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 your summer hat. Come on out. We're going to blow up the neighborhood, empower the community. And if anyone is uh, uh, interested in being a vendor, you can contact me at 770 500 
0684. My posters are all over Facebook. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in with me and thank WIGO and Brother Kevin this morning. And we want to wish everybody a blessed week and come on out. Get ready because it's going down. She said, get ready because it's going down. <laughs> Once again, that's Saturday, May the 20th. Now, we have been putting a particular location out. It's in the same area, but once again, give them that location again. It's going to be at 240 Candler Road, and that's at St. Philip AME Church. Y'all know where it's yep, at. They all do. them big concerts and all mm-hmm. that stuff be going on. There. We know where St. Philip is at, so you right. make sure y'all come on out Saturday, May 20th. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. for the community festival. She say, hey, it's going down. Once again, you can join her. She does a podcast every day. Well, actually, every Every Monday, Monday. (laughs) right around 11 (laughs) o'clock. But we have some things going on. So we bring her live on the airwaves, and we will post this broadcast. She taped it in the whole day. So it will be going up on the podcast sites as well, correct? Yes. All right. Well, we look forward to it. To keeping it moving. Yes. Right here, the legendary WIGO. Thank you once again. Yes.